The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy back on the good microphone once again, aka Young Good Mike, aka Mr. First Episode in Two Weeks, aka Mr. Yes, I Wear Socks with My Sliders in the House, aka Young Just Cut the Grass, a.k.a. sending my best wishes to Christina, who's having minor surgery today, a.k.a. can't wait to finish this podcast so I can finally have my dinner because I'm hungry, you fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time, once again, for another episode of your sister's favourite podcast, Tired and inspired. How's it gang? How's it hanging? First off, got to get this out the way. We are once again, gang, 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 charting in Northern Ireland. I can remember, remember, where in the charts we are in Northern Ireland? No. Did I just read the fact that we are charting in Northern Ireland for Comedy Improv Podcast and somewhere in the top 200? Yes. Do I know why we're charting in Northern Ireland? No. Do I still love my very devout and devoted Northern Ireland fans? Sure. I uh, once dated a girl from Northern Ireland and... You know what? I haven't even got any. She was just very nice, but it just didn't work out. Actually, we dating. I mean, the term dating is thrown. At, I, I guess if if I was American, I'd say we hooked up a couple of times, right? Whatever. Take that as you will. And uh, she was very nice, and I uh, remained friends with her, and I am sure that our relationship didn't progress further because I never said to her she would be boyfriend and girlfriend because one time I remember I texted her to see what she was up to if she wanted to hang out if I, I normally would normally go to event we normally go to gigs together comedy shows music shows and stuff we like a lot of the same stuff and one time I hit her up see if she wanted to go to a particular gig turns out she had a girlfriend now that's at on her if she wanted a relationship and what the fuck is this podcast? This is not what you guys want to hear. This is also very ancient history. Because I've been with Christina for a long time. And frankly, the way things have worked out, have worked out great for both of us. That girl is still with her girlfriend in a very hot relationship. I'm with Christina. And we're all, and everything's fine. That was not the gossip that I'm sure you tune in to Tiny and Inspired for. Normally, gossip's juicy, has some drama, has some backstory. When really, two people were kind of hooking up, dating for a little bit. It wasn't going to be a relationship. They both went their separate ways, very amicably, then ended up in two very happy relationships outside of it. It's, it's just... I've got no juicy backstory. 
Soz, I've just wasted like four minutes of your time there telling you that story. Oh, so disrespectful. He's on a podcast. Um, I'm so tired. I am so very tired. Uh, I'll tell you why, because I've been busy. Today's my first, uh, well, today was supposed to, well, today is a day off, has been a day off for me. It's Tuesday the 11th. Today's been a day off for me, and only because I had stuff cancelled that I was supposed to do today, but I got cancelled and moved for a very fine reason. Um, uh, so it's to take all the 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 momentum of the past week or so. I was like finally caught up with this today, and now I just feel really tired. Uh, went to London for reasons with uh, some friends of mine. A uh, ninety bro who will be coming on an episode. Who I'll, I'll get him as a guest on the ninetieth episode, and uh, Max Gavins as well, who you may recognise from the football chat episodes. We went to London, and uh, it was good fun. London. I used to go to London like fairly regularly when I was a student. I had a student rail card and a student loan, and I just hop on a train and go to London. I used to love. I still do love London, but as I've gotten older, it takes a more of a toll on us. I think when I was a student, I was younger, I was more free. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do whatever I want and I'll just go and I'll spend money and whatever. But now I'm older, like, I've got priorities that lie different. And it's just, it's fucking hectic, man. Uh, honestly, one of the highlights of the trip to London was probably, like, normally when I go down and stay with some friends, I've stayed with 90 Bro before, I've stayed with other friends, I've got friends and family that live down there, I've stayed with other people, but this time I was like, you know what it is, I'm going to book a fucking hotel for myself, I like staying in hotels, I understand that they can probably become a bit uh, samey if you like have a job, or like if you're on tour or something and you've just seen the same shit over and over again, um, but I like the experience of staying in hotels, because it's like, it's like being in your own bedroom, but you have no responsibilities for the things in there other than your stuff. You can make a mess of the bed. You can, you know, leave your towels wherever you want to. And then somebody will just come in and clean all the shit for you. And then you go back in. You go out in London during the day and you come back and everything's sorted for you. I think it's pretty cool. So I booked myself a hotel fully with the intent of... I went down there on the Monday. I had a gig that night. did a comedy show, which was uh, six and a half out of ten. Went back to the hotel, got something to eat, hung out. The next day, no alarms. I'm not setting any alarms. I know I'm in London. I'm in the belly of the beast, the city of culture, tourist attractions, whatever. I've seen it. I've done it all. No alarms. I'm having a lie-in in my big comfy bed in my hotel room. Nobody's coming to disturb us. Nobody's getting I was switching my phone off. Nothing. I'm not getting any. It was great. Had a nice shower in the shower. Because that's normally where showers take place. It was great. I enjoyed myself. Hadn't spent the whole day in London. The next day, was getting ready to check out. I made sure that when I checked in, I knew that checkout was at 12 noon. Which was fine by me, because my train back to the northeast was at 1pm. So my plan was, check out about half 11, dash to the tube station... Get the tube to King's Cross. I'll be there 45 minutes to 30 minutes early, waiting for my train. Bing, bang, boom. All good. On the confirmation email I got from the hotel on the website, check out 12 noon. Arrive there, 
check in. The gentleman behind the desk hands me a little card with my key in for the room. He says, check outs at 12 noon. Look inside, points to the information on the card and also says, check outs at 12 noon. Fine and dandy. That means I've got no reason to rush. Nothing. I'm still planning in my head. Check outs at 11.30. I plan ahead, baby girl. I plan ahead. The day of checkout comes. I get up. I still have a little bit of a lion. I set an alarm. I get up. It's fine. I have a shower. I get all my stuff together. I get ready to pack my bag. All good. I am out of the shower, sitting on the edge of my bed in just boxer shorts. At this time, it's probably like 10 past 11. I'm still ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned. Bags packed. I'm freshly showered. I've got to put clothes on and leave. That's all gravy. I'm thinking, should I get breakfast? Should I not? There's a Tesco across the road. Excellent, excellent location. Edge of my bed, just boxer shorts, wet hair, and all of a sudden, I hear... There's a knock at the door. Now, guys, I think we've established by now. I think if you have to ask yourself the question of if somebody should be knocking on my hotel door or... Have I put the do not disturb on the door handle? <laughs> I think, frankly, you maybe haven't been listening to the first half of this podcast. Yes, the do not disturb sign was on the doorknob. So, don't knock on my door. But alas, there's a knock on the door. <sighs> I'm wearing just boxer shorts. What is? What do I do in this situation? So, I piped up. Yeah? A lady's voice from the other side of the door. Hello, uh, did you know checkout was at 11am? I'm bad at accents. And I said, Huh? What? Huh? Yeah, you know, uh, checkout is at 11 a.m. No, 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 no. You got me fucked up. So what do I do? I'm balls to the wall. You know me. I mean, this is very out of character for me. I open the door. There's me, full view, in just boxer shorts. Huh? With that little piece of card in hand. You know the tiny little piece of card that has a fold in it? And you open it and it has your key card to your room. And I show this lady. And I say, also when I checked in, the gentleman behind the desk told me checkout was at 12 noon. And furthermore, my train is at 1 o'clock. So I will be checking out earlier than the aforementioned 12 noon. Which is what? I was designated when I checked in. And halfway through saying that, very eloquently put, very well put, I thought, I've seen movies that start like this. Lady, am I getting kicked out of this hotel early even though I've paid for it? Or am I getting sucked off? Which is it? Am I getting evacuated early, even though I've paid and have been told I've got an extra half an hour? 
Or are you draining my nuts? <laughs> she took one look at you, boy, the young buck, in his boxer shorts, and the documentation that I was handed about being not being able to check out until 12 noon. And then she said, You're right, sir. I apologize. Our fault. You can check out at 12. Your boy won. That, to me, screams Jack Fox won. London nil. And now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Drained Nutsacks. Get a knock on your hotel door that you weren't expecting. Is there a lady standing behind it demanding you leave her hotel? Then you might want to try having your nutsack drained. Oh boy, this might be the last episode of the podcast ever. Um, while I've got you here, there's a couple of things going on this week. Uh, what day is this? Thursday. Tonight, I am in Driffield with the Laughing Pug Comedy. And tomorrow night is a Felt Out Show at Spanish City in Whitley Bay. Really looking forward to both these nights. Great lineups, great, well run comedy nights. Tickets for everything. So I'll link in my bio, and there's more stuff coming very soon. So if you'd like to come see a comedy show, that's Thursday night. I'm in Driffield, which is like North Yorkshire, and then tomorrow in Whitley Bay. Yay! I'm also really looking forward to this week because the new Rachel Lee Peppers album comes out. I really don't really know. I'm really like Rachel Lee Peppers. I've also had a pretty during the week, and I'm looking forward to actually the drive over Thursday night because I'm hoping to buy Thursday night. I'll be at midnight, and I'll be able to play Rachel Lee Peppers album in my car, and I'll be able to listen to it, and I'll be able to enjoy it. I really like the Rachel Lee Peppers. If you haven't heard the Rachel Lee Peppers, pretty good. Uh, the last album was pretty good. Then the reason you want to very soon is going to be out on Friday. It's going to be the G Cantina. It's a fucking mental name. It's going to be really good. I'm going to go to the first two singles. And we back up in this bitch. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to uh, the new Chili Peppers album on Friday. Uh, speaking of driving, uh, I drove myself and Lauren Patterson to Glasgow and back for a gig at the stand on Sunday. That was very nice. Again, you know, you hear these stories that people have like on the road and on tour and stuff that are crazy stories. We just had a very nice drive and a very ch- like I I only met her like once or twice before, and you know she's made a name for herself and she does voiceover work. She's been on TV. She's been on Comedy Central and uh, she's been on. She's been around the world. She's been on tours and she's opened for you know these big name acts and stuff. Um, and I only met her like once or twice, but I doubt she even remembers who I am. You know. And we just talked for like three hours about comedy, life, each other's relationships, pets, animals, everything. And I've just got no bad things to say. It was just great. And then we had a great gig and then we came home and we all made some money. And it was, it was just, maybe it's just my life's just boring. And it's, everybody's too nice. Um, I saw this. Uh, I've got loads of st- stuff to talk about, but they can wait, because I saw this on an- another podcast and I thought it was really interesting. Uh, the Proust questionnaire. Proust is, I'm assuming, uh, a um, Marcel Proust, the French essayist and novelist. Okay, so I'll read this from the start. Right? The Proust questionnaire has its origins in a 
parlor game popularized by Marcel Proust, the French essayist and novelist who believed that in answering these questions, an individual reveals his or her true nature. So, with all that being said, and I'm sure you, when, when I listened to this on the podcast that I first heard it on, I thought it was really interesting. I was kind of filling in the blanks as, you know, like thinking about what my answers would be. So if you're doing that as well, then feel free to chime in wherever you're listening to them. Um, and I think there's, there's quite a lot of questions. Actually, there is. Let me scroll down. There's 34 questions. And they're not, you know, some of them just have one word answers. Some of them are a bit more in depth. So uh, let's see. Question number one. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Fucking hell, that's a start a question, isn't it? Uh, if you're speaking, I mean, this is all personal, isn't it? So perfect happiness for me, uh, financial security, um, but also still doing something that I really want to do. So, I don't know, win the lottery, but I'll still be doing gigs at the stand. Uh having family around, staying close to family, uh, and being at least in the same fucking country as Christina and preferably in the same house as her. And six cats. Uh, two, what is your greatest fear? Uh, Jesus. Uh, my greatest fear, I mean, you know, dying, I suppose, but losing everything. Uh, becoming homeless, you know. Uh, I also, I mean, that's like a real fear. But I also don't. I don't. I'm not fond of heights. But I don't mind being in a, being in a plane or something. It's like when you look out the window on a plane and you see like a tiny city, when it's like, oh, it's fucking weird. That's like a smaller fear, but a, a large scale fear, like somehow losing everything, and or being put in prison or something where I don't have my own freedom to do stuff you know what is the number three what is the trait you most deplore in yourself that would be i'm fucking lazy i am so lazy if there's a way to do something uh even shit like like i'll take if ever there's a there's like a corner shop at the top of my street uh so if you, you know you need some milk or something i'd i'll still take the car to it'll probably be quicker to walk by the time you get the car out the fucking garage and, you know, whatever, whatever. Even if it's, I mean, if it's raining, then fine, but whatever. But if it's, like, a nice day, I'll still fucking walk. And I do, if there's a way to cut corners, if there's a way to do it quickly, I'll do it that way. I'm lazy, man, I'm lazy. Four, what is the trait you most deplore in others? Um, rudeness. Like, rudeness really is there's no excuse especially if you're like an adult kids are kids and whatever but you know i'm 33 if you're my age if you're in your 30s late 20s 30s and you're just rude to people unnecessarily also people who are like scatty who um uh like if you agree to meet somewhere and you say seven o'clock and then you know in your head that they're not not gonna be there at seven o'clock you just know because it's the type of person that they are. That shit pisses me off. Especially if they don't give you a warning beforehand, like at half six and they say they're going to be late or whatever. That's, I mean, that's a, bad ex- that's a bad example. But you know, do you know what I mean? Keep it a little scatty, uh, like 
unorganized, I guess, is a word you could use. Flaky. People who are flaky, who you have to, if you make plans with them, you have to drill it into their head like three times so they finally get the fucking point. Uh, five. Which living person do you most admire? Uh, me mum, Christina, uh, mum, Christina, um, Donald Glover. Six. What is your greatest extravagance? Food, probably. I spend a lot of money on food. I like going out to eat and stuff. Uh, and I, you know, food's pretty good. Uh, my car as well. I guess spending money on my car, petrol and shit. Seven. What is your current state of mind? Uh, better when I'm busy doing stuff. I mean, I've had a day, a quote unquote, day off today, but I've still been busy doing stuff. I've had to cut the grass and I've had to go to the bank and record a podcast and stuff. But there's days where I just have nothing to do and I feel like really shit. But, you know, I've been to London, been to Glasgow and back. Uh, I've got gigs this week. Uh, stuff. It's okay. It's all right. Um, seven out of ten. Because I'm not, I'm not rich and famous yet. I haven't got my perfect happiness. You know what I mean? Uh, eight. What do you consider the most overrated virtue? Uh, well, the famous phrase, patience. Patience. Uh, overrated. Like, I, wa- I want it now. I want it now. If, like, you know, uh, uh, good things come to those who wait. And that, you know, bullshit. I want it now. I want the good thing now. Because I'm lazy and I want to cut corners. I want it now. Number nine. On what occasion do you lie? I really try not to, uh, but I, I don't. I hate confrontation. So, on what occasion would I lie if it was going to cause a rift or beef between me and somebody, or somebody else and somebody? Uh, little white, nothing like huge, but you know, little white lies to keep everybody happy. You know, uh, ten. What do you dislike most about your appearance? Uh, my terrible excuse for a beard and the big old stomach there yeah 11 which living person do you most despise fucking hell which living person do you most despise I don't know. I mean, there's obviously like big ones, like people who start wars and fucking leaders of the Ku Klux Klan and people who are like you know, cause violence to homophobe, to uh, gay people and stuff. It's obviously people like that who are just like scum of the earth. But like, I try to give everybody a fair chance, but even people that have done really wrong things in their life, we try to give everybody like at least an explanation. That's a, that's, that's a, I don't know. And I'll say fucking Jurgen Klopp. I don't know. He's managers of Liverpool that go fuck themselves. 12. What is the quality you most like in a man? A really thick cock. No. Um, the quality I most like in a man. Well, I'm trying to think of my like male friends. Um, just a sense of... Uh, well, actually, 12 and 13, you know, what, what's the most like in a man? What's the quality you most like in a woman? And they're both the same. There's people that don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, people that are just like chill to be around, 
and yeah, people people don't take themselves too seriously. Just just chill out, man. It's fine. It's cool. Fourteen. What? Which words or phrases do you most overuse? I swear a fucking lot. I swear a lot. Fuck probably. Uh, in it, I say in it a lot. In it. Uh, yeah, probably fucking in it. Fifteen. What or who is the greatest love of your life? That'll be Christina Marie DeSalvo and my cat, Tony. 16. When and where were you happiest? Mm. Um, I'm, uh, when and where was I happy? I'm happy when, when I'm, yeah, when I'm somewhere, like when me and Christina went on holiday, uh, sometimes I would just like randomly laugh because it's like, what the fuck? Like I like I've always I've always wanted to go to Italy, and I was really happy to go on uh, to Italy with Christina. Uh, we went in a pool in our hotel in Pisa. That was very nice. Uh, I also really liked walking around New York with Christina, but she, I know the second time we did it, she wasn't very well, and it was really cold. So maybe it's the first time we were in New York. Uh, we went to the Comedy Cellar as well. That was pretty cool. Uh, also, yeah, when I'm on stage. Um, whenever I'm not in England with Christina and whenever I'm on stage at the stand or when I'm behind the drums playing with my band uh, or when people react to like my bars if I'm rapping when people react to the sideways cheeseburger or drive a car with your eyes closed Uh, 17 which talent would you most like to have to be really good on the drums be really good on guitar uh, to be a really good much, much, much better stand-up comedian, and to be more prolific with my writing as well. Uh, I, 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 everything I do now, I want to be good at it. I'm, I'm faking my way through all this shit. I'm not very good at any of them. I'd rather be good at those things. Uh, Eighteen. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Uh, be less lazy. Don't put things off to the last minute. Work harder. Uh, be funnier. Uh, 19 what do you consider your greatest achievement yeah yeah this is uh yeah this one uh my greatest achievement when i first started doing uh stand-up and music and stuff i thought it was like unattainable to be making a living off it uh, there's like there's no way that's gonna ever happen um and you know i'm not fucking balling out of control but i'm paying my phone bill and i enjoy if I need new shoes, I can go buy some new shoes. I can fly over to America to see Christina. I, you know, so because when you first start, you think like, well, you know, when you're if you're a quote unquote pro, then you're selling out arenas and you're selling out. The, but no, you actually make a living just doing. And not all the gigs are great. Look, I host I host two quizzes a week. Like you know what I mean. Nobody starts comedy and think the one is getting a quiz hosting, but. I'd rather do that than stack shelves, doesn't it? You know, uh, twenty. If you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be? Or or any animal that lives in my house will get well looked after. I'd like to come back as my cat because he's very, very, very handsome and very cute, but also he gets very well looked after. Uh, 21, where would you most like to live? New York City. Soz, I know that's not what you want to hear, Christina specifically, but New York City. 22, what is your most treasured possession? 
Uh, probably my laptop and my phone. Um, most treasured. I like my humidifier. And my drum kit. Uh, my laptop, phone, drum kit, car. Probably the boring answer. 23, what do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. The lowest depth of misery. Uh, I mean, this is this is turning from a fucking comedy podcast. This is going to go way down in the ratings in Northern Ireland. The lowest depth of misery. Uh, yeah, it's very specific. But there's been a few times where I think uh, I've thought like, oh, I should tell my dad about this. Uh, or I should text my dad. Or I should birthdays, Christmases. You see something on TV that reminds you of them, and just for a split second you think, "Oh yeah," and then you go, "Oh yeah, no, they uh, they passed away." Or my granddad, for that matter, as well. That's uh... and then I don't know how everybody else's brain works, but whenever that happens to me, I always think like that'll happen to me eventually. And then you just start again to the spiral of like, what's the point? So I'm saying, patience, we're all going to die anyways, so just fucking hurry it up, in it? <laughs> 24, what is your favourite occupation? Entertainer, obviously. 25, what is your most marked characteristic? Don't even know what that means. Marked characteristic. I don't know, being... Uh, being tall. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't want to say being the funny one because I'm often not the funny one in my friendship groups. Uh, being the one who's always busy on a night time and I can't make plans with my friends who aren't comedians. 26. What do you most value in your friends? Uh, what do you most value in my... Loyalty, I suppose. Don't go uh, behind me back in that. Loyalty and honesty. That's all you really need to be a friend of it. Loyalty and honesty. Twenty-seven. Who are your favorite writers? Oh well, I mean, you know, so many rappers that write their own lyrics. But if you talk about like, make me feel something. Uh, yeah, gotta say it, Louis C.K. Uh, gotta say it, Woody Allen, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh. I like Quentin Tarantino. I don't know. I feel like I'm just out of myself as a white male here. Spike Lee, uh, Donald Glover, uh, David Chase, Terrence Winter. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 28. Who is your hero of fiction? Tony Soprano. Uh, I'm skipping 29, because which historical figure do you most identify with? I don't know history. I don't know. I'm skipping that one. 30, who are your heroes in real life? Uh, my mom and Christina, I suppose. They always help me, and they always have good advice. Uh, what's a hero, do they, what, what does a hero do? Inspires you? Gives you advice? Is there for you? It helps out when you need. And that's those two guys. 31. 
what are your favourite names? I used to hate my name when I was a kid, uh, but now I like I like the surname Fox. Uh, I don't really care to be honest. I, I don't like things that are boring and, you know, Graham. James, like, all right, man, you know, you know whatever. Uh, 32, what is it that you most dislike? Well, I kind of went through this before. In terms, you know, there's always the big ones, racism, homophobia, sexism, obviously. What do I most dislike? I think it's rudeness. Uh, just straight up, like, things like, like, little things like not holding the door for somebody, like you're walking in front of, uh, not saying thank you when you're to the person behind the till, uh, not saying please when you ask for something, just shit like that. Like it, it takes like two seconds. Uh, yeah, that pisses me off. What is it? Uh, Thirty-three. What is your greatest regret? Um, my greatest regret. Um, well, when I was younger, when I was in my twenties. When I'm not applying myself enough, when I was in my twenties, I'm 33 now. Nobody wants to. He- nobody wants to hear from a 33 year old rapper. Nobody wants to hear from a band who are all in the 30s. Uh, and if I applied myself more, I'd have. I'd be a better comedian by now as well. So, not applying myself more when I was younger. 34. How would you like to die? Jesus fucking Christ. How would I like to die? Quickly. Quickly. I think that's probably about it, quickly. And finally, 35, what is your motto? What is my motto, my life motto? It's probably... It's not, drive a car with your eyes closed, no. What is my life motto? Just, it's fine. I think it might be it. It's fine. That it's fine applies to so much. Like life, life is fine. It's not fucking excellent. Even the best life in the world comes to an end, which means it's pretty shit, really. So if you have the best of something that ends pretty shitly, meet in the middle. It's fine. No matter what's happening in your life, it's fine. Even if you have the worst outcome, you know, you've got a terminal fucking illness, you're being in a car crash, you've just lost your job, right? you've got the worst thing in the world, you still get to eat pizza and you still get to watch Al Pacino films and you still get to pet a dog. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. This is a longer episode than normal. I didn't expect it to go on this long. But if you stuck with it right to the end, then thanks. That Proust questionnaire will get you. It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. All right, thanks for tuning in. Be back next week with hopefully something a bit more funnier and a bit more shorter, so you don't have to put it with me fucking rattling on for half an hour. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Do the questionnaire with a friend, with your partner. Let me know how it goes. Cheers.
that was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Look, lady, am I getting kicked out or sucked off? Tell us.